Hello and thank you for listening. My name is Brian Harnett, host of The Plan Podcast. The Plan is brought to you by Thin Manager Software, the global leader in thin client management and mobility solutions. ACP Thin Manager was acquired by Rockwell Automation in September of 2016. In this episode of The Plan, I had a chance to talk with Doug Coulter, product manager for Rockwell Automation, and ask a few questions about the next release of the Thin Manager platform, version 10. Hello and welcome to The Plant. Joining me today is Doug Coulter, Product Manager for Rockwell Automation. Hey Doug, how you doing? I'm awesome, Brian. Thanks for asking. Oh, no problem. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us today. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Thin Manager version 10, which is scheduled for release this month in December. Before we get into some of the new features of version 10 of Thin Manager, can you tell us a little bit about how you became uh, involved in the Thin Manager product? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so many of the listeners may have heard me tell this story, but I was a systems integrator for a number of years, uh, based out of Baltimore, Maryland. So, so basically, 15, 16 years of my professional life were spent as a control systems integrator. And during that, those early years, I was I was fortunate enough to be ex- uh, exposed to Thin Manager on a couple of different uh, projects and. We had such great success with it. Our customers were continually asking us to come back uh, to deploy it in other areas of their plant, um, that it really became the default platform for us. We really looked at it as a differentiator uh, between us and our competition, really allowed us to offer more value to our customers. Um, Then in 2014, I joined ACP, um, where I basically focused on the Rockwell Automation uh, distribution channel. Uh, And then after Rockwell acquired us in September of 2016, I became uh, Thin Manager Product Manager. So you just kind of eased into it, if you will, and it was cool that you were already focusing on the Rockwell channel being with the acquisition that happened last year. Yeah, I think from a transition standpoint, in both cases, you know, joining ACP initially was a very smooth transition for me. I had existing relationships with a lot of the people uh, in the ACP office. Um, and again, I was promoting Thin Manager, um, you know, for, for a number of years. Uh, I think internally within the integration company that I worked for, they were getting tired of me, you know, promoting it continuously. <laughs> um, and then, of course, transitioning into Rockwell Automation, yeah, it was also a smooth transition. really hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah, absolutely. I'd been working with a lot of the uh, distribution channel previously, and I, certainly I had gotten to know a number of the folks at Rockwell Automation over the years, too. Cool. Yeah, I remember you being kind of a, a platinum integrator, a real spokesperson for Thin Manager even before you were on board. Yep, yep, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about version 10. It's it's coming for release in the next couple of weeks. With all of our releases, obviously, there's new features we're talking about. And before we get specific, I did want to know, how, how does the management team decide what features to try to build into a new release? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I, th- I think historically, you'll see that that the feature set that, that has evolved in Thin Manager has primarily been driven by our customers. Um, I think that's probably pretty typical of most products. I think what's unique, um, you know, historically, again, from an ACP standpoint and now Rockwell Automation standpoint, is that we'll take a, a feature request from a customer and really evolve it into something more. Um, I think two great examples of that would be really what has become relevance, you know, our, our mobility, uh, the foundation of our mo- mobility strategy, as well as virtual screens. Um, both of these kind of started as a smaller feature request from customers. For relevance, for example, that really started with a, a customer requesting support for QR codes. 
Um, and of course, our product management and uh, development teams get together and say, well, wait, let's let's see what more we can do with this. And that really started the whole concept of, of location-based content delivery for us. And then virtual screens was kind of similar in that, you know, we had an end user who wanted to, to kind of get that picture-in-picture -picture experience, um, you know, out at, out at a thin client that they're managing with Thin Manager. And we had supported overlays for IP cameras for a number of years where you could overlay a camera on top of an existing piece of content. Um, but what this customer wanted was that overlay to be something more like another um, remote desktop server session, as an example. And that really is what spawned the whole concept of virtual screens, which allows an end user to create a, a layout of any sort um, for their content, allowing them to really bring together a lot of disparate sources and, and lay that content out in a very specific way. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, basically these new features come from the end users and there's probably many users who didn't know they could they could use or know they even wanted it until another user brought it forth and it became a, an actual rolled out feature. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think when when we take these these feature requests, which as you can imagine we get we get quite a few of them throughout the year um, and years for that matter and you know the, the ones that continually come up are the ones that we we tend to focus on a bit and then you know, if, if it seems a lot like this is more of a one-off type of feature request where it's really going to serve the purposes of just that particular end user, we may be able to find more value in it by just expanding upon it a little bit more. I think beyond the customer feedback, you know, we're also looking at ways to, to really fundamentally improve the product, right? Through infrastructure, you know, security enhancements may not always be promoted as much at release time, but um, an example of that are some few late additions that we're throwing into 10.0 um, providing enhanced support for multiple domains, as an example, uh, performance enhancements uh, in our session scaling capability. Um, you know, previously, you know, with a real-time streaming protocol camera, if you had an HD graphics chipset, you could offload that uh, to the graphics um, processing unit, the GPU of the thin client, really freeing up the, the thin client CPU. We're looking at doing the same thing for the session scaling that we're doing that really helps uh, helps facilitate the whole virtual screening ca uh, capability as well as tiling. So, uh, so our development team has been looking at ways of offloading that to the GPU as well, and that'll be included in the product. So, so really, the release you, you, we we tend to highlight those real uh, those those real um, customer centric features, typically speaking. But there's generally speaking a lot of uh, fundamental stuff that goes into a release as well that we like to uh, to build in. So it really becomes more of a balance. Sure, keeps making the the product stronger and more. That's right, nimble, if you will. So, okay, for for those that that don't know a whole lot about Thin Manager, I haven't looked a lot at our marketing stuff. I mean, we typically talk about Thin Manager in feature sets, kind of in buckets, and we we I love those buckets. Yeah, yeah. Well, we categorize them into really like four buckets: productivity, visualization, security, and mobility, uh, which. It doesn't encompass all of Thin Manager, but makes it easier to focus on. You know, this this will uh, enhance security per se. Is is this release of ten? Is there one maybe more than the other that it it seems to enhance? I think if you if you had to look at the feature set um, in ten, I think it would fall probably in two of those categories, mostly security and productivity. Um, and I think that uh, you'll see that a number of the features that we'll talk about touch both of those buckets. Um, and I, I guess that really that could be expected uh, because that's, those are probably the two most valued themes to our customers. And those are the things that tend to come up uh, more and more. And that's ultimately what, again, uh, as we just mentioned in the previous discussion, would ultimately drive some of these key features. Yeah, I, I could see that, especially, I mean, those two categories, especially with today, security is 
is huge. Okay, so let me ask you a, kind of a, a tough question because it probably depends on the end user and, and what they use the manager for. But um, is there a particular feature you think will make the the most impact? Or I guess give us, if not your favorite, the one that you think people are really going to gravitate to with the with the new release. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's uh, it's actually easier this time around, mostly because um, this particular feature has been requested of me in particular probably for five six years and it's, it's it was a regular occurrence it's something that we are we're calling authentication pass through um, and now that we're now that we are rockwell automation um, we're able to accomplish some of these things when we combine uh, rockwell products like say factory talk view se with thin manager so the whole concept of authentication pass through is you log in to a thin manager managed terminal using a relevance user in thin manager and that terminal may already have some some sessions being delivered to it, maybe in this case, some factory talk view SE sessions. And ultimately what our end users were really requiring or requesting was that that login, that relevance user login that occurs at the thin manager level affects those sessions that are running a factory talk view SE on that given terminal. And that's what authentication pass through is. Basically that, that login that occurs at the, uh, at the thin manager level using a relevance user, and maybe that's a badge, maybe a fingerprint scan as an example, that that, that that creates a security token that we can then pass into those factory talk view SE sessions. So take a control room as an example where you might have one operator who's monitoring a number of factory talk view SE instances, maybe spanned across multiple displays using tiling, virtual screens, et cetera. You know, today for that user to log into those multiple sessions, they would have to go to each one of those sessions and manually log in. And imagine if you have 12, 16 instances of that, that becomes quite taxing. So with authentication pass-through, that becomes really a single login, you know, at the thin manager level, again, badge, fingerprint scan as an example. And then those sessions that are being delivered to that terminal will automatically pick up that security token and log that user in. So that's probably by far and away the, the single biggest feature in 10.0. And it's, it's mostly because of the demand that we've had over the years for it. I could see that. Yeah, that's not one that you can... Uh say a, a marketing or advertising standpoint, it probably doesn't have the, the biggest bells and whistles, but from a, an actual productivity standpoint, yeah. you know, users are going to just freak about it, just make their life a lot easier. Well, and I, I think a lot of times users, you know, user, new users to Thin Manager probably think that that's the way it sh it's going to work anyway, right? With with regard to the content that you're delivering and, and, and Thin Manager, you know, the Thin Manager login process, ultimately that, 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 that relevance user capability, you know, way back when, when, when it was first introduced as term secure, the primary, the primary existence for that was to deliver additional content to that Thin Manager managed terminal based on that user's identity, not to in any way affect the content that was already being delivered to the terminal. You know, in general, Thin Manager doesn't know a whole lot about the content that's being delivered to the terminal outside of telling the terminal where it gets it from, right? Um, this authentication pass-through does provide a little more intelligence, um, specifically uh, regarding Factory Talk View SE sessions. Before I let you go, I, I really just wanted you to, to talk about uh, features coming to Thin Manager 10 that, that you know, the end users and, the, and our listeners can get a, a little bit excited about. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so with 10.0, um, we're going to be releasing a new version of WinTMC. So that's our our Windows-based Thin Manager client um, that you can install, obviously, in a Windows operating system. Um, it's going to be adding support for virtual screens, tiling, and IP cameras. Um, that really makes WinTMC the very first of our mobile clients to support these features. So. If you, if you were at Automation Fair this year, you would have seen a, a fairly large screen uh, in the integrated architecture um, uh, section of, uh, of the exhibit floor where we were doing a four by four tile of 16 independent PanelView Plus and PanelView 5000 uh, VNC sessions that were coming from these visualization trees, what are called the Viz trees that, are, that were also right next to us, adjacent to our, uh, where the Thin Manager uh, area was. So basically take that concept, that tiling concept, and apply it to say a Surface Pro now. So now you can basically take the Surface Pro um, or any other Microsoft uh, mobile device and you get that capability, that tiling virtual screens and even IP camera capability right on that mobile device. So really take the concept of a control room and now you're making it mobile. And that's gonna be really applicable to these, to these plants that are, that are asking more of their operators. You know, the operators having to manage and, and, uh, and monitor multiple process lines at the same time. This is really gonna facilitate that for them, right? So we're really excited about that. Of course, our other mobile clients, ITMC for, for the iOS and ATMC for Android, those will follow suit um, uh, in the upcoming months as well. But for 10.0, that WinTMC will be the first one to add that support. Um, we're also doing uh, password caching um, in, uh, in 10.0. So what that ultimately means is that you can configure a, uh, a period of time for which an in, uh, a relevance user in Thin Manager doesn't have to re-enter their password. So maybe you, uh, maybe you configure that for the time of your shift, for an eight-hour shift, as an example. And an operator logs in at their first terminal in the morning, maybe they're using a badge plus a password to do so. They're, they won't be asked for that password again for the remainder of their shift. So they can go into other terminals, just simply badge in. So again, we're talking about that those productivity uh, and security buckets there. So I think that's gonna be a big one for us. Um, similarly, we're, we're adding support for, uh, for PIN authentication. Right? We've, we've all had that experience now with our mobile devices where we're not entering passwords anymore, we're simply adding a PIN uh, to, to log in. And that's what we're really looking to do again here with, uh, with this support for PINs uh, in the relevance user side uh, of the fence. Um, and Automation Fair, the other thing that we demonstrated, which got a lot of excitement over, was this new um, Thin Manager client for the Microsoft HoloLens. Um, so that was demonstrated, yeah, very cool, demonstrated in the innovation zone. Um, and essentially, it allowed us to deliver, you know, the Thin Manager content that we've all, you know, become familiar and, and, uh, and fell in love with over these years. We can now deliver that to, a, to an augmented reality device like, like the HoloLens. So what we what we were seeing there in the innovation zone is a uh, is a user wearing the Hololens, looking right at uh, a piece of equipment that they're that they're monitoring, and really superimposed for them in the Hololens uh, is the is the HMI, the Factory Talk View SE implementation of that line, and they can use hand gestures, et cetera, to control that process. Uh, so that was a that was a pretty big one, and and that that Thin Manager client called UTMC also uh, has support for QR codes and Bluetooth beacons today. So that's pretty exciting. So we can deliver that location-based content to the HoloLens as well. That's pretty cool. So if, if you have like a maintenance guy who walks up to a motor that's acting weird and with the HoloLens, they could look at the manual, the schematics, all that kind of stuff right there at the motor and still have their hands free. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that, that's those are the types of things that we were demonstrating uh, in that innovation zone booth. I think the the, the last thing that I'll, I'll I'll leave you with with regard to Tenno, um, we're now looking at the uh, the mobile devices. Say your your smartphone as an example to act as a as a as a beacon for us. Um, so so what does that mean? Well, you know there there are many different ways that we that we can enable logins at a thin manager managed terminal. We mentioned badging. We mentioned fingerprint scanning. Well, I think we all know that Thin Manager also supports Bluetooth beacons for location resolution to detect where a mobile device is. Well, then what we can do uh, in Tenno, specifically for, for iOS devices, is we can detect when that particular mobile device is close to another Thin Manager managed terminal, say a tethered Thin client, and we can associate that particular mobile device with a user so that that's what ultimately logs that user in at that terminal. So maybe they're not using a badge, they're not using a fingerprint scan, Basically, it's just the presence, the proximity of their mobile device that's generally on their person. That's what actually gets them logged into that device. All right. Well, I mean, those are all fantastic features. And, and I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, Thin Manager version 10 is supposed to come out in, in roughly two to three weeks, right? It should come out before the holidays. Yeah, that's right. December 18th is uh, is our slated date. Um, we we originally had it slated for December 4th. We incorporated a late request from a uh, from a, a customer of ours, um, somewhat of an obscure request. Uh, for, you know that I don't know if a lot of end users will get to take advantage of, but it has something to do with our ActiveX control. We support something called custom variables in Thin Manager, uh, and this request was the ability to write. Uh, to one of those custom variables through the ActiveX control. So again, taking this this customer feedback in, kind of the theme of this of this podcast, right, and, and incorporating it uh, into the releases. Now we can't all obviously always delay releases to incorporate, you know, customer feature requests, right? But in certain situations, um, you know, when uh, when it's when we're po- when it's when it's possible and we can really help a customer and and possibly a larger deployment, we're, we're certainly going to look to do that. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, th- that's all the time we have uh, for this episode of The Plant. Uh, I want to give special thanks to you, Doug, for uh, joining us from Rockwell Automation. Thanks, Brian. As always, if anybody wants further information on Thin Manager and Thin Client Management, uh, go to thinmanager.com. We have all sorts of resources you can uh, take a look at to learn probably more than you ever wanted to know about Thin Manager and Thin Client Management. Doug, thanks again, and everybody have a nice day. We'll see you on the next episode.